A chosen one shall be born. Now, we know the prophecy of the chosen one, and we know that Qui-Gon thought Anakin was the chosen one. But was he actually? Did he really restore balance to the Force? And why is this timeline for outlaws so confusing? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. We haven't talked about this on the podcast. One of the reasons was I didn't quite know exactly what angle to take it on, and I feel like a lot of other people covered it already. But I haven't seen anything about this particularly. So we're jumping in. We're going to be talking about Star Wars Outlaws and why that time frame is so important to the game. Yeah, it's a strange one because it is right in between the two original trilogies movies, last two of them. It's a big time frame. Like there's some big stuff that happens, Uh but also small things too. Well, and yet it's only a year. Yeah. There's literally a year difference Mm. between. It took until the year of our Lord 2023 (laughs) today that I actually realized there was only a one year time jump between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, how did I not know this before? In a way, it doesn't shock me because, yeah, Leia would not be waiting around that long, or <laughs> too long anyway, yeah. to get her man Han back. Mm-hmm. But also, wow, Luke learns a lot. Yeah. And uh, really comes into his own in one year. He took the uh, Jedi fast track course. Yeah. Crash course <laughs> on being a Jedi. Here you go. <laughs> so there's a lot of things that happen, and at the same time, a lot of stuff that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Because The Empire Strikes Back is this movie where it really dives into the character moments. Mm -hmm. Like, we get a lot of growth from Han, Leia, Luke. There's a lot of that exploration, and there's a lot of challenges that Luke takes on. Yeah, so in that movie, you get, um, like, the Battle of Hoth. Yeah, it starts off with that big moment, which Mm -hmm. is a failure for the Republic. Mm -hmm. They get found by the Empire, and they have to retreat. They Mm -hmm. lose a lot of people in that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that whole rest of the movie is just them trying to recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say even that whole year that we're seeing mm-hmm. like in between those movies yeah. is them still just trying to recover. You have this massive win from the Republic, which is the destruction of the first Death Star. That kind of would have been it for Star Wars unless it made a lot of money, which it did. And they're like, okay, now we've got a story for the second one. What is the Republic going to be doing? What is the or the Rebellion, really? What mm-hmm. is the Rebellion going to be doing? What's the Empire doing? And how are all of these pieces moving? You've got this big win, but um, the Empire is still the Empire. Like, yeah. yeah, you destroyed their big laser moon. They but. still have control. They have so many Star Destroyers. Seriously. Now. It's a... Most people regard the star this movie as the best star wars movie and i would say yeah it's the best star wars movie it's not necessarily my favorite star wars movie that's a new hope but i'd say it's one of the best if not the best so as you were saying we were seeing a lot of like character development in this second movie Mm -hmm. and i i kind of wonder is that more of like what we're seeing when we go into the game then like is that it's that i don't know i don't really know how that could relate like well the, the thing with this era that's really fascinating is yes it's the original trilogy again it offers some great stories uh it's when the first battlefront game was set that's when i mean we're getting closer and closer to that with jedi survivor it's closer to that more original trilogy style but still taking a lot of that inspiration from the 
prequels really so we've get we get this return to an era that a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for but we've also seen many examples of that i i feel like a lot of people still want more stories in the prequel era they definitely want that in the video games that's why battlefront 2 was so successful because mm-hmm. they got to you got to really play around with the clone wars which a lot of mm-hmm. people really liked and that that prequel era content but i still think there's some really fun stories to be told mm-hmm. and we were talking about this before we recorded this time frame, the Empire's still big. Yeah. So, obviously, from the gameplay that we saw, too, it's going to be a big piece of this game. There's the whole wanted si- like mm-hmm. system. That's true. The more you... Uh, it even counts, like, the more Imperial ships that are destroyed, mm-hmm. the more wanted you become, mm-hmm. as well as more of the missions, like, that, that example of if you don't bribe the Empire lady, you get put on the wanted list, mm-hmm. and they're going to try to hunt you down. It's really going to be a fun exploration, mm-hmm. I think, into how the Empire works when you are just a smuggler, like when you yeah. are this cut-and-run sort of person. Because she's not even a part of the Rebellion. No, no. We are she's totally on the other side. She's a bounty hunter lady, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Just, Which is awesome. Yeah, we're just going through the motions with her, trying to just make your way in the world sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I think that's something that has totally never been explored. Yeah. Because we look at Han Solo in the Solo movie, like we know that he ends up with the Rebellion. He becomes like a figurehead, a hero of the Rebellion, really. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett, we see his somewhat redemptive arc in Book of Boba Fett. So we, and even Mandalorian, who is like the clearest example of like what a bounty hunter is, he's got his own redemptive arc that's going on. So how can we see K Vess go through? And what's her story? What's her story arc? And. How is that going to play out as she explores the galaxy? We know that this is going to be based all around this big heist. Like, that's that's the main focus of this game. But what's actually going to happen? And I'm just now realizing, if you don't know what the heck we're talking about, it's the new Star Wars open world game. It's getting published by Ubisoft, and it looks pretty exciting. It's the open world Star Wars game that we've mm-hmm. all been kind of wanting and has space to ground combat or ground to space combat really like so you can fly yeah. off go into the atmosphere and keep on going and go into space combat which is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. So you have all these different examples and this exploration of really like what is it going to be like to have a true open world game. You get to have have a story based around Star Wars, based around a bounty hunter, based around all of these different pieces that we've kind of been wanting for years. Mm -hmm. What is that going to look like? Yeah. And we're not dealing with a story that's directly with the Rebels. Mm -hmm. I do think that... Yeah, I do think that they will probably end up tying it in there because that's just Star Wars? Do you think so? I don't think so with the story, but Mm -hmm. I would be surprised if they don't bring in parts of the Rebellion. The Empire. Yeah. The rebels are everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're scattered. They're bits and pieces across the galaxy. And it's the Outer Rim. So mm-hmm. I'd like to for see as, some of that. For as much as the Empire has their fingers in every everything and everywhere, mm-hmm. so do the rebels. Yeah. So we're going to have to run into it. Do you think they're going to actually make like a choice? No, I don't nah. think so. I, I think there are going to be more choices. I love that mechanic mm-hmm. because we see you get to either bribe the imperial officer or right. you get to just take all your money and mm-hmm. make the <laughs> make the empire a little angry yeah um so there's there's definitely this choice mechanic there's the wanted system there's gonna be more of those kinds of things right. but i don't think you're gonna 
I don't think you're going to be put into the position of getting to choose, yes, I'm a rebellion person, or yes, I'm the Empire. Honestly. Because it doesn't fit her character, I don't think. I know. Honestly, I hope they don't. Mm -hmm. I really hope that it just sticks to, you're a smuggler. You're this outlaw. That's what I want to see. I think that would be, I I hope that that's the direction that they go in here. But tying it back to like what's going on at this point in the Mm -hmm. galaxy and why did they choose this very small window of big moments happening? Mm -hmm. You've got the Battle of Hoth and then you've got the destruction of the second Death Star. Like that's, those are the, that's the big moments in between these. Those are the parentheses, the brackets that we're we're working in. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) That's That's a lot of time and a lot of things that are happening. But at the same time, there's not a lot that ha- happens. Like you have Luke that's the Luke and the rebellion are, are building this attack against the empire. Like that's kind of what we know of. We see Luke going through and like leveling up his character, mm-hmm. uh, getting all the XP in between that time frame. <laughs> yep. But we don't hear about that in the movies. We don't hear about that in the TV shows. We hear about it from the books. Yep. So exploring that time frame is going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Jamba's still a big thing. Mm-hmm. We see Han Solo and Carbonite in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I think it's we're going to see some of that stuff. We have the Pikes. We have the Pirates. We have all of these different bits and pieces. These organizations. These outlaws mm-hmm. that are going to be in this game. I'm very excited to see what direction they go. Same here. It's a really interesting time because we've got the Empire, which is took a big hit. Oh yeah, and they're still. They're I still think there was like desperate. millions of people on the yeah. Death Star, something like that. There's a lot of people that were on the Death Star. Yeah, so they're still kind of scrambling. They're still like, obviously, they're still huge and they're still mm-hmm. in power, but they've taken a big hit, and now they're a little unexpected bit unexpected hit too. Yes, unexpected hit, and now they're a little desperate. And, but mm-hmm. this is the time where all the crime lords are like, yeah. we got to cash in. Like, uh-huh. this is the time to go. Go, go, go. So mm-hmm. I think it could be really kind of exciting to see that kind of like underworld big boss people just trying to like get their hands on all the goodies, mm-hmm. you know? And it's going to be cool, too, to have that open world experience. So they've said in a few interviews about what they're trying to really give you in this game which is the experience of you're walking around this planet you see a ship fly above you and you can go chase that ship down and see what's going on which i love and i hope that they make this world feel really rich and that's what uh, i've seen a few concerns around the community too of like it's a ubisoft open world game they're pretty formulaic when it comes to that but that's when we look at something like Assassin's Creed. And the team that worked on this game is from the Division series. And they're also working on the Avatar game. So mm-hmm. they're really cranking out some cool looking stuff. Everything looks really polished. And I, I have no doubt at this point that the game's going to come out next year. Hmm. Which is wow. crazy to think about. Yeah, We're seeing this game studio that previously worked on stuff like the Division. Where it's very, much more linear. They did have some open world aspects in Division 2, I believe. But this is their big break when it comes to big Star Wars open worlds. And they've already said the main planet of Toshara is going to be a bigger map than what they released in Division 2. Just that planet. Whoa. So if we look at that's going to be big, there's going to be that outpost that we saw in the trailer. And then there's also going to be a bigger city that you can explore Hmm. on that same map too, which Hmm. we see that at the end of the trailer. There's Tatooine that we see, and there's uh, Kijimi, which is the planet that they go to see. Whoa, Bubble Frick! Hey. Um, to get him yep. to fix C-3PO. <laughs> That's the planet that we see that ultimately gets 
overrun by the first order mm. so we we're gonna see some really fun things about what this plant looks like from the sequels and the original trilogy era i think mm. it's gonna be a good time yeah i i think this is it's a very odd time to place a game mm. but at the same time i feel like it's perfect because they have so much freedom while also being able to tie in some really fun things behind the scenes when it comes to the rebellion yes yes indeed because i i totally expect maybe sh- the heist that she's on it's also something the Empire wants, but it's also something the Rebellion wants. Mm. What if the Rebellion and the Empire are, are are both the enemies to her? That would be fun. I think that would be exciting. Ooh, that mm. would be cool. I never even thought about that. Yeah. And I then, think it'd be fun because then you get to see a completely different side of the Empire. You get to see a completely different side of the Rebellion as well. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, man. Huh. I think that could be a fun note too, and something that would be surprising as a uh, someone playing the game of like, oh crap, look, there's the Empire. I know those guys are the bad guys, but also the Rebellion are the bad guys too. Mm-hmm. Like you have to hide from both of them, which I think is really exciting. That could be fun, and it would also put you into kind of like a one person against the galaxy type of situation where you you are an outlaw in all sense, all definitions of the term. Hmm. That could be fun. I think this. I think that is what could make this time frame just work like mm-hmm. that could be why yeah it's here it makes sense mm-hmm. because we've got two very desperate sides mm-hmm. trying to get to this one thing yeah the biggest heist you've ever done right i think is the phrase that's in the trailer mm-hmm. and moving on here it's been a little bit slower in the star wars new space summer's upon us and i feel like they're really prepping for late august That's when we're going to get Ahsoka. But going back and digging a little bit deeper into the lore around Star Wars, I thought it would be fun if we go back to the Chosen One, the whole prophecy, and really break it down. I haven't had this discussion online about this. I I know there's other people that have done that, but I think there's a fun opportunity here to really break down, like, was Anakin really the Chosen One? Hmm. It's been debated, it's been debated, but we're hopping in on this. Let's see what we come up with. For a refresher, if you don't quite remember this is the prophecy a chosen one shall come born of no father and through him will ultimate balance in the force be restored according to shmi skywalker shmi shmi according to her anakin was a um miraculous there, yeah there was not a father. Could you imagine that? Just waking up one day and be like, oh. I'm pregnant. How did mm-hmm. that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Suspicious for a slave. Which is also really weird in that story. Like, I don't understand why that needed to be there, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it really adds much to the story. It just makes the world a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. But if you go into comics, I'm about to blow your mind here because oh, I don't think you know okay, this. Okay, let me prepare. So in comics, I think it's in Legends, but it's hinted at in canon, I believe. It was Palpatine and Darth Bane at the time were playing around with the dark side of the Force and were able to will the Force to conceive Anakin. What? So it is a forced child, but it was acted upon through the dark side. This is uh, from a comic. It was 
hinted at, alluded to uh, as a possibility that Palpatine might have been uh, whittling around in the Force to be able to cause Anakin's birth. That is an interpretation from that specific panel. Matt Martin has since said, no, we didn't mean to do that specifically. It's more of like um, basically something that... Anakin kind of expected to see so the force showed it to him and not necessarily the truth and that the true thing that George Lucas really wanted was for it to be this spiritual religious kind of illusion and uh, discussion piece around this miraculous birth kind of thing interesting yeah it's also why they'll never reveal the uh, actual species of yoda because george lucas always wanted it to be a mystery it's so it's a mythical thing it's like no we're going to keep this a secret so that it's still like this myth so we talk about it on podcasts of course because that's what we do yeah um (laughs) But whether or not whoever was involved, however Anakin happened, that's a completely different discussion because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't Star Wars and uh, Miraculous Birth. I don't know if they necessarily go well together and it kind of complicates things. But yeah. that all aside, yeah. the prophecy, which we all know about prophecies, the trying to either prove it or deny it will also change its expectations. And that definitely happened when you look at Anakin and mm-hmm. the balancing of the force. The Jedi thought, hey, balance the force means we get rid of the Sith, right? Yeah. But you also have to take, take into account that you have to destroy the Jedi as well to have balance. Like to destroy one force means to destroy the other in true right. balance. Right. Balance is not about all good. It's yeah. about the balance. It's about having between the powers. Yeah. It's about equalizing. And if you look at it, you can also interpret it in the way that, hey, the Jedi were way too powerful. They were corrupting their power and they themselves became so uh, proud of their strength that they did not see the rise of this powerful force being Palpatine mm-hmm. and needed to be adjusted. So here comes this little boy from Tatooine with a lot of force powers and a lot of fear to come into play and bring balance to the force. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get my opinion out there, I would say he is the chosen one because I do feel like he did, I mean, he did both destroyed the Sith and mm-hmm. the Jedi, my thought, though, is if he was the chosen one, why did he have twins that are both good? Hmm. You know? Like, okay, so you brought balance, but then you also brought in more Jedi, quote, air quotes. So I think that's that's a, it's an interesting, interesting thought. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so you did achieve the prophecy, but also you kind of undid the prophecy because you made more children. There's also... <laughs> If you look at it, uh, the prophecy is all around like balance of the force. It specifically says, um, through him, ultimate balance in the force will be restored. Ultimate balance from the Jedi's perspective was, okay, let's destroy the Sith as like a whole organization. And that was achieved, really, because the rule of two wasn't picked up again. Palpatine, obviously, he did come back. He was a clone, whatever. But he still didn't reinstate the true rule of two. Kylo wasn't his apprentice no, really not really he was just kind of kylo was trying to use palpatine as much as palpatine was trying to use mm-hmm. kylo and so yeah there wasn't that true kind of reinstating of the 
Sith, mm-hmm. obviously the dark side is always going to be there because yeah. there is uh, a destructive force and anger. When you go towards that path, you utilize the dark side of the force, which is all. If you want to, if you want to like a deep dive, I made kind of like a mini documentary on what George Lucas intended when it came when when it came to like the force, the dark side, the light side, and gray Jedi. Highly recommend you checking that out on our YouTube channel. But when you look at the chosen one, mm-hmm. never in it does it say, hey, this is what balance in the force looks like. It's all around power and those two weeks. No. <laughs> it's all around power. Mm-hmm. The dark side with the rule of two, with Palpatine and specifically Darth Vader, how powerful they were together, reaching un- almost unmatched levels of strength in the Force. And you look at the number of Jedi at the time, there needed to be a balancing. There needed to be like, okay, your hubris is kind of, let's Let's take that down a few notches. You're doing too much with your power. It's not quite what it needs to be so there was this balancing moment and then if we look at like the sequels Mm -hmm. i think that's where a lot of people are like wait what if if palpatine survived and that means that the chosen one was an anakin all along but i don't think that's the case yeah i think the 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 whole thing of like the sith didn't like become a thing again Mm-hmm. that's the true hmm. he is the chosen one because he did destroy what we knew of as both the sith and the jedi that's really that's true he did just clean the slate mm-hmm. it didn't balance didn't mean wiping them out and they never yeah. come back it was now we're just evening out the playing field mm-hmm. and they destroyed what it meant to be each. exactly exactly ah it's interesting Huh. So you're clearing the slate of what it means to be a Sith, and you're clearing the slate mm-hmm. of what it means to be a Jedi. Fascinating. Yeah. See, now that could be the balance. I think that is the balance. Because mm-hmm. if you look at it, Rey goes back and reads the books of the foundations of the Jedi. But she'll never get the full picture ever again. And she can't. And she shouldn't. Luke wasn't able to do that. Rey won't be able to do that, at least we assume. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the the next Rey movie, mm-hmm. which she'll be a big part of and. Mm-hmm her establishing of the new Jedi, whatever that ends up being. Mm -hmm. The Sith are destroyed. Kylo Ren wasn't a Sith. Snoke wasn't a Sith. Palpatine wasn't even a Sith, really. He was just some... He was a shadow of his former self, like, dark side user. Uh Like, the dark side sustained him in a way that he was alive, or a version of him was alive, but he wasn't the sith anymore there's an idea of the sith and there's like a respect there's a there's kind of like this religious version Mm -hmm. of the sith as we know it in canon and as we know of it in legends as well what does it mean to bring balance to the force i feel like we can't have this conversation without at least touching on i believe it's the clone wars episode oh yeah we have to talk about that yeah and how he's literally faced with these deities yeah um, they're all like, yeah, you're going to be the guy. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not. not. I'm not going to do I'm it. I'm not going to do it. Doesn't he end up killing the father? I, th- I think the Spoilers. father ends up dying. Spoilers. The father ends up dying. Yeah. Uh, that is fascinating. Because now you got good and bad with no in between. Yeah. No. And in a way, that's balance. Where they'll just go on and duke it out there's no so now you have the yin and yang and you don't have whatever gray the was incep- in the middle like encapsulation of mm-hmm. it so now you have the destruction of both i mean we have him 
killing off what we know of the Sith and the Jedi. But now we also have this like lack of separation of the good and evil. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like maybe we are seeing more gray Jedi after this. There is no gray Jedi. They don't exist. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. But I'm just saying. The gray Jedi is a lie. Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Whatever you say. But there's something to that. What is that? I'm not even sure what that was about. And did that just mean that he is... I wonder too, like if that is the true representation of the Force. If it's just someone that is so powerful in this one air area, someone who's so powerful in the other, and is able to kind of like see in between with the Father. Like mm-hmm. we don't know if that's just some kind of like illusion. If it is actually the case, if it is real, what's not? Like this, this whole like creation of the Father, the Son, the Daughter. Like, is that real? Is it not real? Like, right. That could also be a possibility. Is Anakin just this like human version of the father? Maybe that's a stretch. But like he is this balancer. Mm-hmm. I he, need to go back and watch that episode. I know, me too. Cause I that, feel like there's a lot that's going to be in that from Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where we're going to get a lot of those different pieces. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be fascinating to see. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like there's something there that I haven't been able to unpuzzle. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, why was this here? Yeah. Why did we need this? I want to watch those episodes Mm -hmm. and then go back and watch the episodes with Ahsoka and the World Between Worlds. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's going to be in those things that are going to be delved into for Ahsoka. Yeah. Which Rosario Dawson basically said that Ahsoka's Rebel Season (laughs) 5. I'm all for it. Yeah, we're here for it. Bring it on. Mm Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts, though. What do you what do you think of like the world between worlds? Is who is the real chosen one? Mm-hmm. If you look at it, like maybe Anakin's purpose of the chosen one was to birth Luke and Leia, and that was kind of like the next generation. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was to destroy the establishments of the Jedi and the Sith because they grew too big. Yeah. Maybe it's still not confirmed what the repercussions of those actions were. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely see. Yeah. Love to hear your thoughts. Definitely. Let us know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. And hey, if you like this podcast, hey, share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Definitely helps out a ton. As always, thanks for listening and may the force be with you. <laughs>